0: Geekscape is welcome to a brand new Geekscape. We've got some awesome guests coming up. Before we get to the episode, though, I want to remind you guys to go to Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Search for Geekscape and follow us. Uh, be part of the conversation we've got going on there. Also, I'm Jonathan at Geekscape.net. If you want to email me any of your comments, concerns, something to be said over the air, I'm always up for doing that, as you guys have seen in past episodes. And you can always follow me or tweet at me at Jonathan London. Um, we've got a pretty awesome... Uh, episode coming up we've got two of these guys who i met i think i met george like a a week ago and he was like hey man i've got a card game and immediately you are like all right well you can come on geekscape because you got a damn card game so i think you guys are going to love this episode uh sitting down with george though and talking about his card game i actually discovered a lot of uh a lot more about he and his friend jay and i think you guys who are looking at valentine's and trying to wonder what you're going to be doing on this upcoming holiday might really want to listen to this episode because they're going to have some great dating advice for you guys. All right, so stay tuned. Here's the episode. Enjoy. George Rockwell. And Jay, what's your full name? Jay Schultz. Jay Schultz. Uh, Now these guys have uh, put together a company called Skitty Kids. And basically they're putting out a card game that uh, it still has a Kickstarter going on right now, right?
1: Yeah, five days left.
0: You got five days left to support this Kickstarter. And um, how are you guys doing on, on your goal?
2: We actually hit our goal in four days, which was really
0: exciting. Get out of here, Doug. I don't need to help you guys at all. Uh, The the reason you actually want to help out the Kickstarter is that by donating the Kickstarter, you actually get a copy of the game. Isn't that right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, $12 or more gets you a copy of Skitty Kits, and we're on track to actually hit our stretch goal Mm -hmm. of double the funding, double the decks. So we're probably going to hit that, which means $12 will actually get you two sets.
0: Okay, so you can share it with a friend.
2: Yeah. yeah, you can give someone a gift.
0: Now, now, what is the game? And, like, like, what was the story? How would you guys meet? And at what point did you guys start saying, hey, you know what we should do? We should do a, a card game. I mean, did you guys grow up playing card games? Because that's something, like, I didn't do.
1: Well, so we met um, through a company we'll, we worked for. And we'll talk about the kind of the, the dating stuff later. But basically um, we met through there and we worked together for years. And uh, over that time, we found out that we both had grown up loving games and comic books and creativity and all sorts of stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So um, Jay actually is the inventor of this game. Um, I'm uh, I'm helping produce it. But, Jay, you can talk about the history of the game, which is kind of hilarious and fun.
2: I I made the game, uh, basically the story in a nutshell was that I was sitting with a guy and a girl that I liked, and the girl said, do you guys want to play... A game or you something. You like them as friends. I like the girl as a more than a friend.
0: Oh shit! That must have been a situation. Now, now was this her boyfriend? No,
2: just we were all from the same social circle. Okay. Yeah. But you were
0: trying to figure out what, how to approach her, or what.
2: Well, we were already hanging out, so I was a little past the approach. <laughs> okay. We were in her house, but. Uh, That's the first key Get into our house That's always step one You have like
0: a Muggers approach to dating
2: First thing I do Is I find a window That's not locked (laughs) Or if there's a fire escape No we were hanging out We're we're, like I've known these people For years And we're hanging out And she said I'd like to play a game uh, do you guys want to play a game? And immediately and,
0: you're like, "Fuck yes!" You're thinking it's the game from Teen Wolf where you get locked in a damn closet with her. They <laughs> put Jello down her shirt, and you've got to I, eat it out.
2: I love that scene.
0: But like, but what game did she propose?
2: I took a piece of scrap paper out, and
0: oh, you had to invent the game.
2: Well, I didn't have to, but I thought, wouldn't that be impressive? Yeah, I mean,
0: usually when you're hanging out with your friends in like a, a you know an apartment or something, and they say, "Let's play a game," they've got a shelf of like Scrabble and you know Pictionary or, or whatever.
2: Well, she had a, a, a some note paper and a, a pen line there, so I just made a game.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you were obviously a D and D player then.
2: Been playing D and D
0: since before I knew what D and D was.
1: <laughs> Jay is, uh, is Oh,
0: the D and the D stand for something? Oh shit! Well, I've been playing this for fifteen years already.
2: I, I, when I was a kid, I had a friend uh, named Ben, and we would just talk on the phone mm-hmm. for for endless hours, and he would be the storyteller. And I would be the player character, and we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know that there was such thing as a role playing game. We would do we, this
0: over the phone.
2: We would just sit there uh, for hours and hours and hours and hours on a daily basis, and I would just role play.
0: Where did Ben live? Like, you know,
2: Ben lived in Longport, which was a, a bike ride away from okay. Margate, where I grew up. So rather than get on the bike,
0: I think that you just saw that Michael Jackson movie and projected. Ben doesn't actually exist. He's just, a he's a rat. I just
1: <laughs> I just realized we both played. We grew up playing Dungeons and Dragons with Ben's because Ben really? was the guy I played with. Right. So, so, Maybe it was so the same. You band. guys
0: didn't grow up together. You guys met out here in L.A., but you guys both were pretty avid D and D guys,
1: which is already Darn yeah. Bond. So
0: when you end up in this girl's apartment, like you, like like you and this Ben guy were playing. You, did you ever play D and D with live people, or is it mainly like over the phone?
1: Not like LARPing.
2: No, well, of course. Since then, I've discovered that there's such thing as a role-playing game in a more structured man, man manner.
0: Yeah, I think. Is yeah, that a word. Yeah, absolutely, manner is absolutely. a okay, word. Okay,
2: good. I don't want to look silly on the Geekscape. <laughs> um, and and I've spent many many hours playing actual Dungeons Dragons.
0: Or we, George and I love Pathfinder. We're yeah. big Paizo fans. George was my DM two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It you guys heard man. the episode with Yuri Loenthal. George was our DM. Yeah. This was how George and I met.
1: Jonathan sacrificed himself for the cause.
0: Like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Or a guy who does a podcast for six years so that kids can be entertained for free. <laughs> However you want to look at it. Is that what Jesus did? <laughs> no, but he would have today. He, he would have had a podcast. A podcast. Jesus de- Jesus definitely would have had a podcast today. It would have been the easiest way to reach people digitally. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, and that would be misquoted like twenty, like 2,000 years later if people would just say it meant shit that didn't... Hey, maybe that'll happen to us. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> people would be like, oh, the book of Ben, the phone guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Skitty Kids, you know, it's on the road to religious status. So, so
0: what happened? So, 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 you guys meet. So, you're. Okay, now let's go back to this girl and whether or not you banged her. So, <laughs> that's what we want to know. So, you're in this apartment with yeah. this girl and some fucking dude who you definitely don't want to have there. No, I
2: loved, I loved having him. He actually is one of my best friends.
0: Okay, so you guys are there. You, you pull out a pen and paper and you start making up a game. Like, what, what was it?
2: It was Skitty Kids. It and, wasn't called Skitty Kids, but. It was the
0: game that you guys played. How long ago was this?
2: Two years, maybe. Okay, not uh, a long time I'm ago. guessing. Okay, sure. It could have been a year. Okay. I have no sense of time. I don't <laughs> know what day it is.
0: So you pull out this. So how do you play this game? Like, like what was this game that you proposed?
2: Well, I taught them how to play the game, and I think one of the things that makes Skitty Kids unique, which was right from that day, is that there's two sides to each card. So one of the sides has a number on it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which you can play that side for points. So, a lot of the cards say four. So, if you okay. put it out there, you get four points. Okay. Hey, hooray. But the other side has words. Okay. And uh, each card is
0: unique. There's like, 21 like, of them. Like this card, uh, okay, so there's 21 cards. It's not anything like with expansion decks or this. I mean, guys, this isn't, literally, if you donate, you're not going to end up with like a part of the game. You'll end up with an no, entire, the entire game. part of the game. Yeah. You might end up with two entire parts of the game. But uh, but th- this card says Nope. Okay, so like, what does that mean? If I, if I, like, at the beginning of the game, it's literally the stack is in the middle. Mm-hmm. Draw pile. Okay, okay, so it's a draw pile. No matter how many people can play this game. Four. four. Two four. to four. Two to four. Okay, so shit, how would you play this on the phone with Ben? <laughs> you have been screwed. Um, okay, so I, I pull this card. Let's say I pull this card, and it says nope. This card is is special. You may play it at any time. Just yell out nope. And the last card, someone tried to play, moves to the boneyard. Uh, and it it takes no effect. So you can basically negate someone else's move with this card. Exactly. Now, if I just played it for points, I get points. Right. What, What are the
2: points accrue towards? Whoever gets the most points wins the game. When the game ends, you count up all the points, but there's actually some cards in the game that can even change the win condition. So you sort of have to stay on your toes, be ready to adapt your strategy, or ambush your opponents with one of those cards and kind of throw everything on its head.
0: And what's the ultimate goal? Like, when do you when do you know when the, st- when the when the deck is extinguished? No, the game ends after someone plays the Skitty Kits card.
2: Okay, uh, which says, "Yell at Skitty Kits." Each player, including you, takes one more turn, and then the
0: game ends. Okay, so that's like the that's like the death round. That's like that's like finals uh, sudden death. Bingo. Okay, okay. So so you keep playing. I mean, you could that card could be what like the fifth card. It Could be the first card. It Could be the first <laughs> card. <laughs> Very quick game. Yeah, I mean, so you can play this game literally in ten minutes. It happens.
2: Yeah, yeah, you you can play a game in less than ten minutes. I've also been in some epic struggles uh-huh. that have gone on for close does, to an hour. Does anything
0: hour. reset the game? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, there's all sorts of surprises. Uh, so,
0: because if that card is like deep in the deck, if it's like card twenty, twenty one, or mm-hmm. nineteen, or something like that, then. Then the game could have reset or had a lot of problems just trying to dig down into that. Uh, and you know, the, sort the that pace
1: card. of the game changes pretty pretty frequently. Uh-huh. Um, like you can have, I mean, you can you can end the game as soon as the game starts. People can draw the draw pile really really quickly, or people can draw the draw pile really slowly. It really depends on like how many people you're playing with, who you're playing with, and what cards get drawn immediately. That's what's kind of fun about it, the fact that, I mean, I, I enjoy that the pace changes a lot. Um, and it's really kind of a different game every time you play. Um,
2: yeah, that's that's true. Each kind of game-to-game game is completely unique from the one before, the one that will come after. And just because someone draws Skitty Kits doesn't mean that they play Skitty Kits. Right. So well, they keep, might want to hold on to that.
0: Right.
2: Um, you actually show, the Skitty Kits card looks unique. So when you draw it, everyone knows that you drew that card.
0: And so everybody's kind of on end, like, on edge knowing that the second you get an advantage points-wise, you can throw it down and try and run for the end of the game. Right. And people, okay. can, yeah. people
1: try and steal the card, the Skitty kids card, so to get it so that they that can control deck. the end of the game. Okay, so there are yeah.
0: cards in that deck that allow you to steal.
2: Yeah, cool. yeah. Here's a little D&D homage. The wizard, which is one of the four characters yeah, four that you... four
0: characters. Each of you guys can play a different character. What are the four characters?
2: The princess, the wizard, the bat, and the fool.
0: Okay, the bat? The bat. Okay, got Ooh, it. It's like, it it's like Batman. It's kind feet. of like a giant like... Wear bat. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. He's pretty sinister. So, so like the wizard, like what, what are, what's his story?
2: Well, the wizard can fire a magic missile, which would knock one card out of any player's hand into the boneyard. So in the sort of fictional scenario you created a minute ago where someone had the most points and I saw they had the Skitty Kits card, if I'm the wizard... I'm gunning for that Skitty Kid's card. I'm going to magic missile that out of their but hand. When
0: something goes into the boneyard, what does that mean? It means that it's in the boneyard. It's based, but
2: It's
1: a discard pile.
0: It's a some, discard pile. So, th- so the game doesn't end at that point. S- right. the, some the, things. The, the card that ended the game is in the, discard, is in the boneyard. And to what? You have to pull a card in order to get it out of the boneyard.
1: There are other cards that allow you to um, draw from the discard pile. Right. Or change the discard pile and add it back to the draw pile. Or just change it into a new draw pile. I
2: was gonna
0: make it sound. Oh shit! You're right. This game could last hours if you if you really like kicking and scratching through it.
2: Yeah, I was gonna make it sound spookier and say sometimes things come back from the boneyard. (laughs) That's appropriate. Yeah, Yeah. which is instead of getting all technical, but sometimes the cards come back. You know, there's there's the necromancer card, there's the skeleton card. Mm -hmm. Just because you're in the boneyard doesn't mean you won't be back. Now there is the abyss. If something goes to the abyss, you never see that again for the rest of the game.
0: Can you knock the Skitty Kids card into the abyss? You can. Then it doesn't end.
2: Almost anything you think of is possible. It's actually a game about... What's fascinating about the game is that your your creative strategy, your creativity, will actually be what causes you to win the game. Right. Because these cards can sort of manipulate each other in endless combinations. So you have to look at what your situation is, what you've got, and you have to formulate some kind of creative plan. And, of course, everyone else is doing that, too. Right. And so everyone's creative plans clash against each other's. And and there's there's, there's only like
0: 25, 26 cards in a deck. There's,
2: there's 21 cards and then the four-character yeah, cards, the four which character you don't play with. And that. the Skitty Kitty card. Oh, the Skitty Kitty card. That's so 21.
0: There's, so like there's 12, there's, there, for $12 you get 25 cards, but this game sounds pretty good.
2: It's pretty intense. And I, it's funny because um, some people have questioned like, oh, there's only 21 cards like that with some kind of cheap, cheapness decision but i'm
0: only paying for 21 cards like what what is the criticism what is the biggest is that the biggest criticism
2: you guys have faced that's yeah people have said that but we we sat here and play tested all sorts of different combinations of cards for endless hours and we chose 21 because it made for the most compelling interesting fun game not because we were saving on printing costs or something it's not that much more expensive to add a card to the game the
1: um yeah the game's been play tested for almost what three years now
2: uh, we said two earlier in
1: the he,
0: podcast, yeah, so he, let's yeah, go with that. Said, well, the fucker said like a year ago, maybe. I said maybe a thing. year,
1: but I also said I have no sense
2: of
0: time. Jordan, I was, trust you. you, you, um, you three uh, years, you think? It's
1: been over two years. So in that time for, span of over two years, years,
0: did you get anywhere with this girl? Because, I mean, it led to this. I mean, you got, I mean this is the most some motherfuckers trying to do to sleep with a girl, I think.
2: Let's close that loop. Uh, she hated the game. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was stupid. And no, nothing ever came of it.
0: You guys should donate just to... As a giant F you to this chick. You guys are your friends though, still, right? She is,
2: and actually, she's now a huge fan of the game. Oh shit! But that she night, has sit, she was like... that night she was her criticism was you're making it up as you go along, which people continued to tell me even like a year in playtesting you were making the game. Up
0: as you go along, you were making up the damn game.
2: Right, but I did make all the rules first before we started playing, and I wasn't changing them while, while we were playing. Cards. Uh, almost all of these cards were were in the deck in some form but they've since been tweaked and changed Jesus, so like I
0: just saw the minus 100 points card that one's a fucking bruiser.
2: exactly and so this card originally that very first day was super confusing and weird it was like each player divides their points by two but you multiply your yeah, points yeah, by two. Yeah and so i had an asshole at that point yeah i had just just
0: being a dickhead well because i made let's simplify george is like let's simplify it it's minus 100 points there you go and that's whatever
2: yeah so so that's that's the idea of of sort of each card is that i made sure that all of the cards that weren't super powerful were taken out and every card can sort of change the game on a dime that turn so it's like in terms of they're all broken. Every card is broken. Every card is overpowerful. Therefore, the game rebalances in sort of a fun, beautiful way. So in, when someone throws out that Skitty Kids card and there's going to be each player taking one more turn, crazy stuff is going to happen right. every single one of those last turns. Everyone is going to be pulling out a big gun because every card is a big gun of mm-hmm. some sort.
0: It's almost like you guys are like, oh, let's play a professional basketball game, but instead of putting, what, 48 minutes on the clock, let's put five minutes on the clock. Right. Let's and then let's see thing. how many overtimes it goes into.
1: It's pretty, yeah. It's pretty intense. Uh, I, I mean, I will. Yeah. Well, well, why why I
0: a card know. game, guys?
1: Because well, tabletop not like a, games why not are fun. Like a video, game a video games or like are. A board game. We're we're pretty social guys. Uh, yeah. We like to be around other people. We like yeah. to be like, you know, I, I, that's why, t- I I rarely play video games. Like, mm-hmm. um, maybe, like one or two a year. But I, I mean, I'd rather play. I I'd sit down to do a D and D game any day. Um but uh uh if unless the video game is like considered basically flawless in my eyes, I won't play it. Like right. I don't care. Um I, I want to be around other people playing. Um I love card games. Uh I love D and D and I love anything like that, so that's what I want to be around. Um I like playing with new people. I like trying out new games. I grew up playing tabletop games. Uh Who'd you grow
0: up with?
1: Like, who, who introduced you? Like, your dad, your mom? No, no, uh, I remember... A guy named whoops. Ben over the fucking phone? Well, ben, no, there was Ben. <laughs> uh, ben, uh, no, there, my friend Tom got a the old second edition Menzo Barons and Box set from Dungeons and Dragons, which is, like, where you invade the drow city. Uh-huh. Um, and we didn't actually have any of the rule books. We just liked all the made-up stuff in yeah. there. And, like, so we just kind of randomly decided to make up characters. I remember we were actually at my house in New Hampshire. My parents have a house in New Hampshire. We were, like, up there and really bored. And he had this box with him. We just kind of made up how to play. We were just like, I'll be this guy, and you tell me what happens. And that's what happened.
0: Meanwhile, you're taking, like, three buses to go visit Ben. You show up at his door, and it was like, hey, is Ben here? Ben's been dead for 20 years. This Ben story has gotten so out of control. (laughs) I love the fact that you were just role-playing with some kid on the phone.
2: Yeah, I was an outcast, man. I mean, like we didn't—I didn't have too many friends. I just basically only had one friend, and that was Ben. And we would be on the I playground. On the
0: phone.
2: What? It just
0: sounds sad.
2: I mean, it, it is sad, but it's beautiful. <laughs> Think about it this way, okay? I'm—I'm I'm someone who has been captured by my own imagination since my childhood. There was dragons flying around in this brain. For as long as I can remember, and the other kids start playing wall ball and football yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff so like that. The queer. And I
0: it was one that wasn't so popular. I didn't think it was popular, but they liked it. <laughs> they, they were into this. These and you, had, sports. you had your escape. What were you running from, Jay? What, what, what was it you were running from? I
2: was running to. I was running. <laughs> I was running to the land where the hero uh, rescues the princess and and she gives him a kiss. I was running to that, away from uh, being a kid on a playground, which yeah. is not nearly was as exciting.
0: Right. It's one day. It is. Right. I, I think that the like, geeks were the first ones that started saying, hey, let's, uh, let's look for something else. And now they all become developers, game developers, programmers, and, and, and artists, and, and they, they kind of create their own reality. And, and Everyone I, else is working at a desk.
2: And we're having more fun yeah. now. And it's suddenly cool all, now, too. Yeah, what, what is that all about? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute.
0: Yeah, what, yeah, what, what is that? I got picked I mean, on all yeah, my childhood. shit. When do I fucking catch that in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I have known this shit would have been popular, like, I would have felt a lot better getting smacked around. You know? which uh, are friends with me on Facebook. Did you see that picture I posted from, like, sixth grade? Where right? I mean, I've got, like, a Nintendo championship shirt. <laughs> I've got those fucking bracelets right up all all the way up to my... Like elbow, I've got all these like friendship bracelets. I didn't have any friends to go with the friendship bracelets, <laughs> but I had friendship. I mean, I, I was a mutant.
2: And for you, I like how he makes it sound like he's changed so much. No. For you listeners at home, he's currently wearing
1: a. a yeah, like a shirt. Yes, So, <laughs> but but but. And fourteen friendship bracelets. Well, well, I, 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 well I,
0: never, I wasn't gonna get out of it. You know what I mean? Like like, like you, like that's who you were. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you weren't going to fake the phone.
2: And so I went home after school, and and no longer were we role-playing in the playground. Now we would pick up the phone, I would give him a call, and uh, we'd keep going. What's the difference?
0: Right. So uh, so how'd you guys meet? Like, what's the story here? Cause uh, you guys seem like you both had like-minded interests.
2: I talked to, to George on the phone before oh, shit. I met him in person. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I, I was, I'll introduce it and then pass it over to you. So I was a student. And uh, I was a student of this program called Style Life. What and it's, a, it's an online dating and attraction academy for men. So it's basically a place for a guy to go who says, I want to learn more about how to meet and attract women.
0: Is this like that show that was on a couple years ago? What was that? That show where like the guys show you how to be a player?
2: I think you're talking about VH1's The Pickup Artist.
0: That's it. That's it. And, like everybody just kind of got douche chills watching that show.
2: Mhm. That's true. And, and then
0: douche chills watching that fucking show and the dudes were like, "Let me show you how to go into a bar, meet girls, mm-hmm. and this and that." And I'm, you
2: know, it, it, is it like that? Yeah, uh, well uh, well kind of it's related. I'll I'll okay. I'll tell you the exact relationship. Okay. Um and then we'll go back to how I met George. So, so the
0: motherfuckers ex- looked like like circus musicians like like magicians from Vegas. Man? Right. One well, of
2: one of them one of them, one of them is a <laughs> magician. Okay. Uh, the main character is actually a magician. Oh, uh, the
0: pickup artist.
2: Yeah. His name, his stage name is Mystery, or his real name oh, is Eric. And what the fuck? <laughs> And uh, the there's a... ass man. There's a book written, a, written where he's the main character, and I suggest it. It's an a, incredible read. Really? And the book is called The Game by a guy named Neil Strauss. And this book is the story of Neil, who's this nerdy dude who kind of can't get women. Uh, sound familiar? This guy who's got two thumbs and is pointing at himself on a podcast. And so basically Neil discovers this underground secret society of so-called pickup artists. And they start teaching him the secrets of uh, meeting women. Well, one of the main guys in that book, or the main guy who's teaching him, is Mystery, that very magician who later has a show that he looks silly on on VH1. Right. But whether or not he looked silly on that show, which I agree with you, he did... He actually is kind of a mad genius of the, uh, of the pickup community because I think he has a tremendously hard time relating to people. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he had to create a system for himself, kind of like a computer algorithm. He
0: almost had to become a character or what?
2: Well, he's certainly a character. Oh, right, right. Uh, but more so, he might have a, a one-sentence line. And then he knows every way that you might react if he says that. And then he's got four different paths to go off of depending on how you say that. And then there's four paths off of that. And it just becomes this intricate sort of computer program that he runs when he's meeting a person. And so whether or not he looked silly on the show, in some way he's this mad genius who, who certainly reveals interesting things about social dynamics if you kind of read what he studies. And uh, style life, the program that I came to when I wanted to learn about this stuff, is run by Neil Strauss, the guy yeah, who wrote, wrote that book. The yeah. author, and it's sort of, yeah, his bio Yeah,
0: biography. I've heard of Neil Strauss. And, 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 I mean, this guy, literally, you know, he, he, he's not... He, he doesn't look like Ryan Gosling. No. He, he, you know, he's not... But he, but he's a cool guy, and, and, and he definitely gets around. Like, the guy is super successful. And he's not successful like, in a way... I mean, successful with women. Like he's not successful in a way with women that where you where you disrespect the guy, and you're like, man, he's just banging people. But he seems like he's actually substantial.
2: Yeah, I mean, actually, right now he has a girlfriend, mm-hmm. so he's sort of uh, he's settled in with her, and she is literally the biggest fan of Skitty Kits he, that and, there is.
0: And he's the guy who said, listen, if you want to fuck that girl, make a card game. No, no. he didn't. <laughs> no. He didn't say that. So, 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 why did you go to this style life? Because like George is a good you know, George is like a good looking dude. Yeah. That's recent. You know? Like why did you go like what, what do you mean?
1: That's recent. I was Ah, uh, okay, so high school, huge goth kid. Uh, red contact lenses, press on nails, sharpened into claws. I just wanted to be a supervillain. I read comic books my whole life. Got into genetics because I figured genetics was the quickest way to actual superpowers.
0: Wait, that's why you studied that's genetics? That's literally
1: why I studied genetics. Like Worked that's for why cap. I went into it. I did really well. It did work for cap. Um, and because uh, he didn't
0: study genetics, right? <laughs> it, did, it did not work soldiering. for the soldier in details for the yeah. scientist. For the scientist yeah. who got shot by a Nazi spy, uh, or did it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you studied genetics, but you were still a golf kid when you moved out here to L.A. Were you still like?
1: Well, so I went to college and uh, I, I met someone who uh, my first roommate um, was kind of a, a player, I guess. But I don't know. Would you say so? Yeah. You went, to, you went to college with them Yeah, yeah she knew they, me. They,
0: they've got a female friend here in the room, uh, off mic. You know we're, you know, we're going to bring her in to, uh, to ask, like, is this legit, what these guys are this saying? The story. She, um, yeah.
1: So I, I shaved my head every day because I did, uh, the only thing I cared about was doing Kung Fu. That was my other route to superpowers. <laughs> um, so the only thing I had was <laughs> you know, Kung Fu and genetics. Right, right. And, uh, and, and they were all leading me towards superpowers in some way. Um, and uh, so the only thing I did was like, Study Kung Fu and go to class, genetics class, and I would just like stay at the gym like six hours a day and like hit the bags, and then like come home and like do my genetics work and not do anything else. And my roommate was just kind of like, "Man, I think you need to meet girls." And uh, and I saw that he actually had some sort of skill that I'd never seen before. Um, in that I'd met guys who had like got girls before, but generally it was like it was high school. It was like we got drunk at a party and something crazy happened. But he was like. He was like doing something. He was like actively pursuing, doing something that was like not necessarily that kind of craziness. Um, And so I kind of took him up on the offer uh, because I I like skills in general. I like learning. And uh, you'd be a better supervillain. Well, yeah. And yeah, clearly seduction powers would be important for that. Um, And so um, he started teaching me, and some of his lessons were awesome, and some of them were hilariously off. Uh, But but it was great. And then. I started kind of changing my style while I was there to kind of like like i grew my hair out a little bit and started doing that and it wasn 't until I really got out of college that I started figuring things out and um then once I got to l a it got a little bit better but yeah i don't i don 't think I was always that I was like very very nerdy and um, like i you know I wore glasses and had my and I was like one hundred and twenty pounds and uh very uh
2: so there 's a process of very, transformation yeah. right he didn't he didn 't okay. just he didn't always look and act the way that he looks right now. By the time that I'm speaking to him on the phone, he's already teaching at this Style Life Academy.
0: Okay, so, yeah, and you went to Style Life because it was what your roommate was subscribing to? No, not all.
1: No, what at I'm all. saying
2: is what his involvement with Style Life is as a teacher. Right. When we get chronologically to that point in his life, he has handled his business. He is now the dashing, charming rogue that you see before you now, mm-hmm. and he's an instructor. Chronologically, I'm still... Figuring it yeah, all guys. out. So, he, so. Ben, where'd you go? <laughs> uh, uh, so, so,
0: but, 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 what's style life? Let's talk about like what's style life. Was, that's, Neil, that's Neil Strauss's like institution for guys to go and in, in what like listen to these seminars. Right. About not just how to not just really how to pick up women, right? But it's also like how to how to be more effective in other areas it's of your like, life. It's like a whole mantra.
2: You can't avoid it. I right. mean, if you're going to be guys who are good with women, typically are good at other things too. Right. That's part of it. Women want a guy who's good at other things. That's part of being good with women, right? right? So you can't really separate it.
0: And so so what is it? Is it a mindset? Is it a switch? Like like it's, it's a tool set.
1: It's a combination of all different things. Um it's uh it's it's a very it's a it's a very long process I think to to it and um it's a combination of like a lot of introspective thought as well as like being able to change up your style—not necessarily what you're into, but the way that you talk about the things that you like. Right. You're like learning a more effective way to communicate with people, um, and you're also—yeah, go ahead. And you're also kind of like—you're um, also learning a structure. I think that there is a pretty, a pretty—I uh, uh, think that there's a, a pretty defined structure of what uh, of attraction. I think following that structure along with, like, all the introspective thought, and, uh, like, like learning about yourself, what you're into, um, and kind of dealing with any insecurities you have as they come along and being willing to, like, face those and change them over time makes you just a more likable person. Like, you just kind of know yourself a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know. It, it, there's a lot. It's a very long process. I would say it's still continuing now. Seduction's not really, like, something... You learn in a year you can get a lot better but it's 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 an art uh you know like there are pretty um amazing famous seducers throughout history that that are like it to their their the things that they do are amazing uh like just like beyond you know what what uh what people think of now as a normal everyday kind of pickup.
0: Do you uh, do you, like use like, like something like hypnotize
1: one? No, but some people like to some people like to <laughs> I use, I like, use like the super no.
0: villain approach. i be like, "All right, get on the spinning wheel. i to sure spin you.
2: There are absolutely <laughs> That's more
0: of a nice first date.
2: <laughs> there are absolutely super villainy pickup guys out there. There are. Yeah. But they, uh, but, they
0: use methods like this? Yeah. They, they use these powers for good, for bad. I'm not but saying
2: even, that they that their powers even work. I'm just saying that they're out there.
0: Right. There's certainly you're people talking about basically date rapists. You're talking about think, other people who use chloroform.
2: Not that bad, but <laughs> okay. th- but certainly there's a there's a fascination with the concept of can I say a string of hypnotic words that will dude, don't seduce.
0: fucking stick up on me, dude. <laughs> did you see how I was doing that? <laughs> I, I really embodied it. It confronted me. I'm not fucking half mass now. Shit. Uh, I have Jesus, Because work. You're doing really good,
1: Jay. Yeah, I am.
0: Jesus. Whew. I'm going to buy this game. Put me down for 19 copies. Perfect. (laughs) Um, Would you agree this stuff works? Uh, I guess so. Oh, come on. What is that?
2: That means that she slept with George, and so she's afraid to admit it. (laughs)
0: So absolutely it works. Right, exactly. I mean, because you knew George in college. Right. And Which makes you, it even worse. And, and when you do, George in College, like you, 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 didn't, you, you guys weren't hooking up in college. No. Because ah. no. <laughs>
1: fucking look
0: like Marilyn Manson, right? No. No. You're like, I like my blood in my body, and <laughs> not on your teeth,
1: George. I was, I was just, uh, in college. I wasn't really a goth kid anymore. I was just a dork. Like okay, I just okay. had, like.
0: Is that it? He was cute though. You were cute. in college.
1: Oh, all right. You were. I'll but take he it. Doesn't give himself enough
0: credit. But, but is it a confidence thing?
2: But like it in was, college, he is.
0: just wasn't confident. I definitely think it was a confidence. And so, yeah. so how are you going to notice him if he's trying to go unnoticed? You know right. what I mean? Exactly. Like if he's shuffling to, to class or he's like not, not, he's not approaching you. How how are you going to know? Why would you notice him if he's working so hard to be unnoticed? Why? Well, I,
1: right. I, I was also um. I was also, like, really contrary, like, all the time. Like I, And I, I guess lots of nerds are that way. Yeah, it's just like, like, if, if enough people like it, I would immediately not like it, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. just because it was like, I just couldn't, that was just how I did things when I was back then. It was just like, it's if really ten scary. people in the room said they enjoyed this, then I would say that I didn't, so that I felt like I had a little bit more of an identity.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah it's you trying to make an identity for yourself. But, but out of it's I realized
1: scary, that though. that's actually really... Um, that's not very, unless you actually believe what you're saying, like right. unless you're actually opposed to that, um, it's not a very attractive quality. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I see, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so basically. I
0: wouldn't, a little bit. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> oh, <No, laughs> shit. he was, she tried to be a dick. That's what it Which means. is even worse. Like oh, because yeah.
0: right. it was fake.
2: That's right. even he, he worse. Grows,
0: it's sincerity is the key. It's a big piece of it. It's a big piece of it. I mean, you were telling me a story where you sent George into a bar. Is it cool to tell the story in front of? What story I don't even is know it? what story. Tell it. Well, you you, said, screw you sent, him. You sent George into this, this is bar. Geekscape. The only way he could pick up a girl, the only the only tool he had to pick up a girl, he couldn't talk about anything but Dungeons and
1: Dragons. Is that-, that wasn't that wasn't Jay. That was a friend, Matt. That was okay. yeah. He sent, sent me you into, into a. It bar. was a
2: party. It was a frat <laughs> party a frat that he was wasn't invited to
1: at a college I didn't go to at a fraternity I wasn't part of, uh-huh. and I had to get into the party and then pick-up girls, and I was only it's allowed like to talk about Dungeons and & Dragons. And I have a photo. You can even put the photo. I have I, I, I have a photo of me with three girls at this party, like, standing around worshipping my D20. Do um, you get a D20 in your
0: pocket?
1: Always. Yeah, always. You, do you have no, one? I, I, oh, I no, I was oh, like, I don't two. ask. I, don't I, ask now. <laughs> uh, no, um, but to... It's like, right now, it's in her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that good. So so um, you got sent to this
0: party, in. in to get into the party, you could only talk about Dungeons and Dragons. To get to to flirt with girls, you could only talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it, and that was like the rule. That was like it, that was like the quest.
1: Yeah, and it was like, um, it kind of like that that was what I had to do by the end of the night and and get like a phone number. And I, I did that. Um, and it was basically like um, all I did was I I thought about like when I meet most people. Uh, I should say this. I knew at least one of the people there was either studying communications or psychology because how often like like ninety percent of the people I meet who go to college in their first right. and second years they're like I'm communications or psychology. Absolutely. Um, and
0: you're studying to be a supervillain.
1: Right, and I'm studying to be a supervillain, and I I I'd, I'd done a lot of psychology before I worked in a in a in a lab right at the, at that time in behavioral psychology and um and uh. So it was pretty easy for me to relate either communications or psychology to Dungeons & Dragons. And so I basically started off by going into that, and then I was like... I had actually read a paper on um, a psychology guy who was writing about um, uh, Dungeons & Dragons and how people chose their characters and what that said about them psychologically, which there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about with that. But... um, so I started talking about psychology, then I got into that, and then I just started talking about Dungeons and & Dragons, and I told them that there was this tool that they used that psychologists who were using this Dungeons & Dragons approach uh, were using to kind of, like, help them make it more of a real scenario, and they're like, what is it? And I was like, well, I can't show it to you. It's expensive equipment. And they're like, no, what is it? And then I pulled out the D20, and they're all like, can I touch it? And I was like, you can stand around it and worship it. No, and geez, I did this, and, nice. then, and then it was like, then everyone stood around it, and then my friend took a photo of everyone standing around it. And, so,
0: what, what advice would you give uh, to to the listeners uh, that you used that day? You just made, well, you, just, you made something they didn't know about accessible. If, or what?
1: It, it's, it's there's a lot. A lot of it is just like like, sh- show, like giving people a new perspective on something. Like you can't try and force it down their throat, but I can relate it to them in an interesting way. I actually did learn a lot about people fr- uh, by playing Dungeons and Dragons with them. Like anybody who plays D and D will see that. Like so you can tell a lot about the person's psychology by the characters they play. So it wasn't dishonest. It's actually something I thought about a lot, um, and I knew I could relate. I knew I could relate it to them because most people just have fun talking about psychology, but especially if they're like studying it in school, mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting thing. I guarantee you, none of the other guys at the party are going to be coming up to them, talking to them about Dungeons and Dragons and how it relates to psychology. So it's like a new and unique experience. And as long as I don't make it overly wordy and overly complex, and I'm talking, and as long as I'm not talking about all the mechanics of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I can make it interesting for them. And that's basically what I did. And that's the advice I would give is like to, 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 to do that, to relate whatever you actually enjoy in a way that people can, that, that the average person can digest.
2: George and I teach um, private lessons t- to people. And, and so what we recommend doing is sort of the step one of our private system right. is to understand your own identity, to get a deep understanding of who you personally are.
0: George is a D&D fan. Right. Right. So, he's, so and Beyond that, he's learned a lot from it about social structure and, and indiv- different individuals, yeah.
2: Right, but you could hypothetically bridge in an interesting way almost anything that you're interested in right. into a conversation. So we start by understanding our own identity, and then the next step is sort of teaching people how to use that identity as the fuel for what we call routines. So we believe it's okay to repeat um, – one thing you might say in in a conversation with someone, and then you might say it in a conversation with someone else. We have no moral or ethical problem with that. Uh, I'm a comedian, and so I know that if I get in front of an audience and I want to do the best possible job at delivering them the best possible experience, I'm not going to improvise the whole set. I'm going to use some of my A-list material to make sure that they have a great time. So the same thing if we're having a conversation with someone we're meeting. We want them to enjoy the conversation, have a great time, and if that means that we've got a few tricks in our back pocket that are really going to engage them, pull them in, and display our identity literally all at once, in this yeah. case, literally yeah. a trick in the pocket being a twenty sider. Yeah. Um, then we're going to use oh, it. Yeah, right. we that's that's taking twenty right there. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Do a good job.
1: Right. Um. Yeah.
0: No, I mean that that absolutely makes sense, especially when you put it in the context of like a stand-up routine or. Or anything that you're good at. You know well, what I mean? Uh, in
1: general, people tell the same stories over and over again. If you, like, went out of the country and something crazy happened, you probably have told that story to, like, 10, 15 people. we're just uh, part of it is, is taking that story that you may have told to people 10 or 20 times and, like, think about how you tell it so that you tell it in a more interesting, entertaining way that maybe describes a little bit more about yourself right. um, and makes it more listenable. Like, um, And so I think that's, that's an important part. You actually... Take all those things you say, and but but fix not them. being
0: yourself is the is the fucking death, knell. Like that is the, that's the worst. It is 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 trying to put up a front or trying? I don't to know, know how people, many. What do you think? I
1: Austin. don't know how many people know themselves.
0: Right, right.
2: That, I, that's great. That's great. Yes, right. Authenticity is super important, but the advice "just be yourself," which is sort of cliche, yes. is weak advice because yes. who. who what do you know about yourself okay. and what and 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 whatever you're doing right now isn't working or you wouldn't be looking into this okay. right so don't just keep doing don't interpret just be yourself as keep doing what you're doing
0: cuz
2: that's insanity that's insanity right. but if you interpret it as just be myself all right well who am i i'm going to look inward Figure that out, and then figure out how to demonstrate my personality in the most effective manner that gets people around me to be drawn in and, and, and attracted to me. If that's your definition of just be yourself, then I think it's great advice.
0: Right. So what would you? So that's the suggestions you guys would give the Geekscape on Valentine's.
2: Um,
0: Valentine's. Spend this weekend, you know, doing a little pale, you know, personal, personal introspection.
2: If I was going to give them real advice, I would say don't worry about Valentine's Day. Specifically, don't put pressure on it. Don't put pressure on right. Valentine's Day. Right. No, no big deal. I Who told cares? to my
0: wife. I was like, "Sweetie, don't put pressure on me." Exactly. If you, hey, come
2: on. If you're married, geeks gave us another day. Tell your wife no pressure on Valentine's she, Day. She
0: just wants me to clean my room. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, sweetie, don't make it special." But <laughs> I, I would clean my room when I'm ready.
2: I would issue them a challenge if they're actually interested in getting out uh, and learning this stuff, and the challenge would be get out. The biggest mistake that you can make. Is going on the internet and trying to read a billion things. Right. I would say that the biggest favor they could do for themselves, if they want to start right now, in in, in a way uh, that would lead them on this epic journey that I personally went on and yeah, highly which recommend.
0: Began with
2: ben. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that epic journey was more like what I used to think about back then was I was Indiana Jones, but I was battling sandworms. That was what was going on. And you know he hates. So that was pretty epic, like yeah. from Tremors. I mean, oh, yeah, I big you. sandworms.
0: Fucking things inside the house of Beetlejuice. I got you.
1: Exactly, because right. there's, there's
2: sand in the playground, and Indiana Jones was awesome. So that was that was the grand adventure then. But when I actually decided to get into the game, I would read Neil's book, The Game, which yeah, I yeah, recommended yeah. to everyone.
0: You do recommend this, this thing. And keep in mind, like us like, geeks, like, Going into a bookstore and getting a fucking book called The Game by a guy they, they don't know and this and that, it's gonna feel pretty unnatural to that's them. That's why it's, to it's, weird to them. Them. it's the second
1: most stolen book in the United States. Oh, oh
0: really? People people steal this book? Yeah. I mean, what's the most stolen book? The, the Bible. Year? The Bible is the most stolen yeah. book. In the it's United. also designed. What's the second most stolen book in the United States? Well, I, I think that's what not they told us. That you steal it. I'm saying steal it. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, how many <laughs>
2: levels of Rogue do you have? What's your pickpocket check? You know, right. ask these questions first. Make sure that you can do this. But if you feel like you can get away with it, steal it. But
0: you, want to, you you think the audience would do really well to read this book?
2: Well, I just think it's a great book. I don't recommend many books. I I'm not a reader. When somebody told me to read the book, I said, "How long is it?" And they said, "It's it's like 500 pages." And, you, and I said, you "No teach way."
0: Now,
2: too? now, yeah, absolutely. I I worked for Styley for years, and now I just teach private lessons with George. We just have our own thing. Um, which is great. It's rewarding. It's very personal because we work with everybody uh, on an individual basis, so we can really make sure.
0: Are there any people who come to you guys and say, "Hey, listen, I want to, I want to have a, a much more vibrant dating life, a little more successful dating life"? And you're like, hey, "They're actually pretty okay."
1: Yeah. Oh, we have so and many students that, that are big. already. They just need like two, like two or three little twists, and right. like they'll figure it out. Like. People with the craziest, most interesting jobs ever, and they're just like, I don't really know how to talk to women about this. They're like,
2: there is one guy I mean, in sometimes particular. Sometimes it's just talking,
1: huh? It's just like they, they, like they're, they think that what they have some weird perception of what uh, of themselves that that makes it so it doesn't. For some reason, they're worried that the woman's going to just reject them.
2: Here are jobs that we've heard that they thought were a problem for picking up women: okay. jet fighter pilot. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm basically
0: the guy from Top Gun and I can't fucking meet a woman. Book, and
2: he's like, I don't know how to talk about the jet fighter pilot thing. Will that sound weird? We're like, no,
1: just yeah, you're, Wait, you're, you should be fine. You, you will never have problems winning a guy in the group over. If there's a guy with that girl, that guy's going to forget the girl's there to talk about what it's like to fly in a fighter jet. <laughs> yeah, and
2: what was you the know? other one? Oh, recently we had a guy who was like, look, I'm living with my parents and I'm really concerned to tell girls why? Because I think that they'll be turned off. And we said, well, Why? Tell him the reason why. Why was he living?
1: Oh, because well, he was, I mean, he's basically taking care of them because they were both very sick. And he's like, I'm living with them to take care of them. Right. I have more he, than enough money. And I'm he like, He moved in with like...
2: his parents to t- make sure that they were fully taken care of. We're like, No, you could probably tell a girl that.
0: And she'll totally understand.
2: And if she doesn't, lose this girl. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Who is crazy. this girl?
0: I, I don't want to bang in your room.
2: I oh. kind, of, kind of messed up. You got to get rid of her. Yeah. So
0: yeah, cuz she's not going to grow old and need taken care of. Yeah, sometimes like, we all grow old and need taken care of and this guy's got that tra- trait on day one.
2: Sometimes it's the elusive obvious <laughs> and <laughs> other times it's a little more um hidden and you got to dig and figure it out. Yeah. But one way or another every one of these guys that we've ever met has absolutely had the capability to date the women that he wanted, and uh, have the kind of dating life that he desired. It's just a matter of figuring it out.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, now, uh, there any, Okay, so there haven't been any cases where somebody ca- came up and was just like, it was just a fucking mutant. He had, <laughs> one, he had one,
1: but I <laughs> wasn't shit. there.
0: Okay, what happened, George?
1: Oh, it was just very... I mean... Some the, people are unwilling to like learn. The, the, like, okay. I'll, I'll tell you what... Yeah, like, what do
0: you say to the dude who's basically the, the red stapler guy from Office You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you see those fucking people in your comic book store. Here, here's, I, walked into my I think comic we could store. help that guy. I walked, I, Here, I walked into my comic store. I thought they were fucking selling BO that day. Here's, this guy by the door was a, Like, there's no fucking way. But right, no, the there most, is a way for that the, guy. the
1: most difficult thing to... The, mo- the most difficult students to, to, to work with are stubborn ones. Okay. Like, if, if I go, you need to take a shower... And you go. I'm not ever taking a shower. I can't help you. Like right, you're not right. going to change. Then, then it's like you. Like or if I go like you. That like you know you have to change the way like you, your you know your your jeans are too big, the t-shirts too big, and you have to work out more. And,
0: and understand that at one point like, someone came to George and says you need to stop putting on black like makeup. Right. right. You had to like, you, like lose the fucking red. And
2: contact. he had a choice to make at that moment, and, which hey, was reject this person and reject their help, or. Try these new behaviors on for size. Right. And he made the choice to try them on. If he went the other way, Victor wouldn't have been able to help him.
1: Right. Um, it's, it's very much like you have to be able to at least experiment with things. And some of them, like...
0: What, what, what do you mean experiment? Because, like, I had sex with a girl in college and she wanted to put her finger on my butt. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, should I have, should I have allowed that?
1: Um, uh, I don't know. So
0: she, I mean, she wanted to go fucking knuckle deep. I think she put it in her mouth before well first of all at least she lubed it up i would say i would say that that's maybe, i
1: think she's kind okay i mean she could have went in there dry oh, <laughs> that's a bad mean? idea all <laughs> around but, but
0: in the moment it's kind of a weird time to propose that or do you think, no. do you think a conversation what? before would be okay like, No. Like, a, like a letter, like a letter like a letter like definitely she wrote me letters later but like about that no, because I broke up with her and I used Harry and the Hendersons as a metaphor for our relationship and how we had to be separate. Ooh, tell me more. <laughs> no, I mean, I've told it. It's one of our most successful YouTubes, basically. Okay. Just, uh, um, listen, Harry had to live in the woods. The Hendersons had to live in Seattle. We, you know, maybe go back to the woods. But, did, but, you, did you
2: cry when you watched Harry and the Hendersons, the no, end? No, fuck
0: no.
2: By, by, um... I love that movie, but... My favorite part of that movie, by far, and it's burned into my memory forever, is when Harry imitates the police siren. <laughs> to get everybody to drive out of the way. It's just etched in my mind. I love that.
1: Um, By by experiment, I mean, like, uh, um, try talking about, like, we would give the students, like, uh, a few different things to say. Like, for instance, like, he might, someone might tell us a story about their job, and we would tell you, like, a better way to experiment with how you can talk about your job. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Uh, other things like just getting out there, and we're going to tell you to approach someone, and you have to actually be willing to do it. So uh, you give them like homework. We take them to bars and we you make them approach people. And this is part of your thing. Our this thing.
0: Your, how much do people spend like for, for a weekend with you guys talking about this stuff? Oh uh, well, weekend is different. Uh, we, we
1: negotiate it with the person depending on how much money they, they have or not. Look um, at
0: my geeks. Can find you?
1: They can email me at uh, rockwell3g@gmail.com. g at gmail.com. Basically, we create a
2: customized program for any individual who contacts us. What we do now is 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 you can generally.
0: Get any, you think you can get any guy to pick up a girl? As, um, if they
2: have the right mindset, like if
1: they're willing to make the changes that we suggest, then yeah, I think so. It takes time. It's not like a fight It's a, it's a skill set. It's not magic. I wish it was magic. Um, but it's <laughs> but yeah, it's a skill set. It, it took it took me it took me like. Two years to get somewhere that I thought was, like, where, where I thought I was getting anywhere decent. And That's because he's
2: obsessed with the concept of seduction. It's going to take you, you really
1: are, a right? lot less than two years. You guys will
2: fight. No, 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 but I'm just putting it into perspective for somebody who comes to us. It's not going to take them two years to feel good about what they're doing. Well, George wants to do
0: it. like. George, George is cr- George, he's he's an insane. Right. Exactly. He's... He wants her to be totally 100% devoted. You want a fucking slave, George?
1: No, no, it's not like that. It's, it's not like that, but his definition...
0: Are, are you George's slave? No, kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let me put it to you this way, okay? Within a weekend, are you, you will see genuine, <laughs> substantial change in your life that you can feel and quantify by... The phone numbers in your hand or the sexual experiences that you had.
1: That's, that's true.
2: Uh, right. <laughs> right. Whereas least, when George is saying it took me two years to get somewhere like he means because he's trying to achieve some grand role. sense yeah. of mastery. Why are not
0: you married, George? Is that the ultimate mastery? Like what? having like a, like a wedding, like a marriage or, or something like that. Is the ultimate mastery or like what's the ultimate mastery? No. Would literally be happy with
1: yourself, George. Oh I'm happy I'm happy with a lot of things about myself. I, I mean I I've always been obsessed wedding. with like crazy skill sets. Um okay. You know, it, it's. I grew up playing. Video, I play when like everything I do. I like to. I like to make it as hard as possible. Yeah,
0: you're, it, if you were playing a video game and there was an achievement for 100% achievement, like you'd fucking get that achievement. Right on uh, the I, hardest I, difficulty. On the so hardest, hardest difficulty, difficulty possible.
1: Credit. Like I won't. Like I won't. I wouldn't play the game if it doesn't have like an insane mode. Like it's not fun to me unless right. it's incredibly challenging. And I caught and, that
2: bug from him. Now I only play on the hardest difficulty.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, it's a man. Rewarding. A man who can beat Civ five on on Deity. Right. right here, it's true. Um. <laughs> what did you beat? Civ Five, Civilization Five.
0: Uh, I can uh, beat it on Deity. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. I don't even know what that fucking shit means. It's bad. It's bad. Awesome. It's bad. Well, does that impress you? I don't even know, but right. it was to explain it to you. you, you, like, you well, uh, first
2: of all, it. she's disqualified for me even being interested in her because she doesn't know what Civ Five is. <laughs> so, if a girl didn't know what that was, she's right <laughs> off my radar of, of potential selection. Um,
0: Sid Meier can't even beat
2: the game. <laughs> I don't think he can. Uh, I would love to. Um, he, he's got to be. To Sid he, I would say, is my hero as far as a game designer. I mean, the guy puts his name in front of his games. Right. Because he knows that people say, yeah, if I made it.
0: Did you guys put your fucking name in? Because
2: I'm not Sid Meier. No one wants to play Jay Schultz's Skitty Kits.
0: <laughs>
2: you know? <laughs> But if it was Sid Meier's Skitty Kits, I would be a bigger fan personally, right. because he makes the best games.
1: But uh, yeah, but uh, Skitty Kits is pretty good. Yeah, listen, listen to Joe when it comes to achievements. Yeah, the, the guys do great after like a weekend. It's it's really amazing. Uh, I'm just like crazy. And literally nice like so two bad. three days, you guys see a
0: noticeable change. Absolutely, if, if, if they're, if they're huge, buy, like, A
2: huge like, amount huge of change. change. Absolutely, a huge just amount of change. Me. It's incredible. Not only do we see it, but but the, the, people will, it, smell it. yeah, and they will, they will walk in and people will make comments to them. Uh, right. Yeah,
1: and I, I guess uh, with the two-year comment, I never had a teacher, so it was right. like I had someone in college, but he wasn't really teaching me, th- like he didn't have like a, a teaching method or a plan, he just was kind of like bringing me along and just like talking to girls in front of me, and I was like picking it up as I gone away, so two years for me was also trying to figure it all out on my own was like with like a little bit of
0: like in the it's a very like, small room. Uh, oh, shit. so no. Sounds like how you created giddy kids. But it was it, <laughs> Similar.
1: It, it, it was very like he would like we'd go out to we would go out to a bar or in this case we would go to the the parties at the college and like he would talk to a girl in front of me and then like a few minutes later he would just be like so I said this and this and this and like I did this for this reason and then I'd be like oh and then the next time I was talking to a girl I would like try what he did and generally I would fail. Uh, over and over again, but every once in a while it would work. And then over time, I would figure out like once I saw what it looked like when it worked, it was easier for me to do it again the next time. And so I'd be like, okay, wow, if I like if I say this, if I like push the girl away, for instance, like if I say, you know, like if I like EJ was saying disqualify, like if I if I push the girl away a little bit, like tell her I'm not into her. Yeah.
0: Because um, you don't like Civ Five. Right. right. That, like, was a, that
1: was a, that was that was an in reference to any listeners who knew what a disqualifier was,
2: but that's actually a pickup move right Right, 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 is to say that you're not good enough for me
0: what about the jealousy trap having a female friend with you that acts interested in you just to get the other girl to actually go all in solid play yeah to go all in Um, you suggest that I used to
2: if you know how to do it right right. here's the thing most people do it wrong because they don't realize how subtle it can be this
0: is having for those of you guys with a female friend like you, you have her there uh, and then if there's a girl that is like your object, you're talking to, like, to the girl, but you have your female friend What come up and then act like she's interested, so the girl you're talking to has to go all in, or... Here's what I'm saying. Cult.
2: Keep it subtle. Right, of course. Because, because you... It's fake. Uh, because it, with, with the women, the jealousy trigger can be flipped more easily than I think a man can think. Just simply having the girl in the room with you is already a good move Not because of jealousy, but because of something called Mm pre-selection, which basically means um, it comes from marketing studies, right? Like uh, the mind takes shortcuts. If you are deciding between buying two pieces of jewelry and one of them is more expensive, more expensive equals better. Not necessarily, but your brain will take that shortcut. In the same sense, women need to take certain shortcuts with men. So just because that woman is in the room with you, she goes, well, this girl approved of him on some level – so I already can cut out a bunch of the work of assessing him, and I know that he's pre-selected by her. Therefore, he gets some points automatically in my mind. Is that Just true? She wouldn't be able to tell you whether it's true or not.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And there would be plenty of women who, who, who bought the more expensive piece of jewelry because that more expensive equals better. And I would say, is it true you bought it because it was more expensive? And they would say, no, it was more beautiful. It was more wonderful. It was more precious. And I would say, actually... Check out this book, Influence, by Cialdini, and read about the more expensive equals better trigger, and you'll see that your brain took a shortcut that you didn't even know it was taking. So it's an unavoidable truth that's scientifically proven, regardless of how many women you pull and ask and what they say. So the preselection alone will actually um, help you. And then if you want to layer in the jealousy, which is another move, keep it subtle. The biggest mistake that I think people make when they try to make you that play, play that's, not, you, right? that's enough yeah, already. Yeah, yeah right. it, maybe if she touches you one time like that or something, you know, as simple as that, this stuff is working on a subconscious level. You don't need to go overboard with it. Mm-hmm. Now, if, you, if you're if you really getting better and better at this stuff and you're working towards a higher degree of mastery, you'll <laughs> you'll then learn sort of when to turn the jealousy up even higher and when to turn it. Um, down, but I've seen people make mistakes. like
1: Huge mistakes.
2: I've seen... The, uh, <laughs> there was a, a, f- a close friend of mine who was working towards uh, seduction of this really awesome chick that I was friends with, and I was really kind of hoping that they would get together because I think... I thought it would be rad if they did. And we were in a bar, and he took the jealousy thing to the point where he made out with another girl in front of her.
0: It's the fucking end. For,
1: for that
2: particular example, it was yeah. the end. Maybe, maybe in another case... Could it have been the right move? Sure, it's possible. But. I've had it,
1: I had it happen where it was the complete opposite. Like if I didn't make out with this girl, then the other one would not have chased me. Like I had to do it. It was actually so it's situational. So that's what
2: I'm saying. When you achieve the higher degree of mastery, you'll learn when to turn it up.
0: I can't wait to hang out with George in like five years. When he, he goes, check this out. We're in a bar and he just looks at a girl through orgasms. All I do, I do. The, I've seen like him do, the, do it. I'm working on the Jedi I'm working
1: on the, <laughs> the mind trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the guy you're looking. For?
0: That's amazing. Right. Um, you, you guys can be – like uh, can you guys help any of my homies out? Like, I call them my homies. Can you guys help any of the kids out, like, if they're interested in this over email, or is it something they've got to be in, in?
2: You can okay. ask us a question over email. We're cool. We like to help people no matter what. If you no. just want to shoot us a quick email question, shoot it over, and we'll write you back.
0: But listen, guys, it's not the only reason that they're here to help you guys out here. Um, this game's Skitty Kids. Uh, what's the website for it? If these kids are like, all right, I, I like these guys now. I wanna, I wanna donate to this game. I wanna buy myself some decks. Yeah, it's skittykits.com. So
2: I'm gonna spell that, and I'm gonna spell it like a Mouseketeer would. Okay. S K I T T Y K I T T S. So that's <laughs> skittykits.
0: Okay, got it, got it, got it. And, dot com, dot com, and the uh, and guys, if, if you guys are listening to it as soon as the episode went up. A, I love you guys for being loyal, Geekscapists, but also um, the uh, what is it? The, the fundraising is still going on over at uh, Kickstarter, and and that's right on the website. Yeah, so. it's right on the website. So if you guys go ahead and donate twelve bucks, you get yourselves a kit. If they overproduce or they they want you to, to mail you an extra one for for a friend, that might be a bonus that you will wake up to one day in the mail.
2: Very likely. Very likely. Almost so guaranteed. If you put so in twelve, 12 bucks. bucks you're you probably getting two, to, yeah.
0: And you could, I mean, would you suggest uh, them maybe getting a kit and giving it to a girl for for possibly uh, playing it, getting a girl to play a game, we and that we might be a bad I mean, way to pick up a girl. To get uh, to play a game. What do you
2: think? I'll tell you two interesting applications that I've heard of the game. Okay. Um, one, Neil Strauss, who's also a friend of mine, not ju- not just somebody that I previously worked for um, and a mentor he was indeed, but now we we kind of kick it, and he plays a lot of skitty kits and he's been a huge help and actually support in in me getting this game off the ground. What he uses it for is he actually, when he interviews a new possible assistant or employee, he will have them play Skitty Kits so he can see how fast of a learner they are and how easily they can sort of pick up on something Mm -hmm. uh, and use it as as sort of a measurement to test their intelligence before he hires them. That's awesome. Uh, And I also know... Someone who uses it in their seductions, and the way that that person has used it—is
0: that person in the room right now? Quite possibly. (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) The way that 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 person has used it is that he'll play it with a girl, and he'll explain that when the first time you play, you're basically learning the cards, which is essentially true. There's 21 cards you play once just to kind of find out how they all work. Got it. But the second time you play, you want to try to develop some kind of strategy. And so he'll play two games with them and wait for them to achieve that moment where they kind of put a few things in their mind together and make a strategically awesome move. And he will use that as a point of qualification, which uh, we talked about disqualification earlier, which is where you kind of push them away. Well, pickup is about push-pull. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. like sometimes you're doing the uh, Go away. And sometimes you're going, ooh, you're good. So that's sort of a moment of qualification.
0: Yeah, George, uh, not George. Uh, this individual can can encourage this, this person to be like, hey, you're getting it. This is it, right. it it's great. Exactly. It feels like she, she there's a kinship. Right. You know, and there.
2: and it also you're, you're noticing uh, something positive about them. Right. Like, well, oh, wow, that strategically was actually an awesome move. You're picking up this up.
0: More quickly than uh, most people I like a girl to a say, cage.
1: I'm actually attracted If someone can make A good strategic move In the card game That's <laughs> I, I, actually attractive so. you, man. I don't know which way You swing um, Trust me so. he's, he's a hetero okay. um, I, know, I know
0: he swings that way but uh, I, by, by I enjoy, I enjoy anything. I be, with, he'd have his finger up my ass before I even knew he was doing it. And if, so, if I wanted to. Yeah, if,
1: I know. I could do it in a second. I, I could be doing it right now. They can't even see what's happening. I fell
0: in love with George <laughs> the second he started DMing that D&D game. I knew, right? I knew Seductive that. Seductive
1: eyes. That's it. I've been George harnessing George. D&D to seduce entire groups of people for years. <laughs> and that's the other thing about seduction. <laughs> the
2: other
0: thing is, he didn't need it with both.
1: Seduction well. <laughs> is not
2: just about getting women, right. but, I mean, a great politician will seduce a nation. Right. So, you know, absolutely, you could play Skitty Kits uh, and qualify a man not to get your finger up his butt, but to, but to get your D20 up his butt is what I was going to say.
1: Or, <laughs> or to just be good friends. Or a D4 if you want to be mean. <laughs> Spikey. <laughs> oh.
0: um, so, guys, Skitty Kids is the website.
2: Um, SK- Wait, say it again? S-K-I... T T Y K I T T S Skitty Kits.
0: So uh, if you guys are listening to this in the first couple of days of the podcast being up, go ahead and go and, and donate. I think uh, if twelve bucks is not a lot to ask for one or two decks of this thing. It can it may or may not get you guys late on, uh, on Valentine's, but it'll definitely allow you guys to have fun for a bit. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, George, what was your email again?
1: Uh, Rockwell three G at gmail.com.
0: And then of course these guys are on. You guys are on Twitter and all that, right? What's your
2: Twitter yeah. uh, Well, my Twitter that I use is the, the name of my comedy band, which is the Weekend Pilots. Okay. Oh, actually, that was too many letters for Twitter. Weekend Pilots. Okay. At Weekend Pilots. All right. That's my Twitter. Yeah,
0: George, what are you doing?
1: Checking I'm, I'm checking my Twitter name because I use it so little, but I'll use it more. Tweet, tweet at me
2: because I'll him. tweet back. Yeah, yeah, tweet. It's, I'm on it's the It's just Twitter. at
1: George Rockwell. G E O R G E G-E-O-R-G-E-R-O-C-K-W-E-L-L. Don't tweet to George. I'm going
2: to talk while you spell it. Tweet to me.
1: At George Rockwell, I want I want friends on Twitter. I do. It's Good. like a new it's a new thing. Um, and of course, um,
0: yeah, uh, and of course, again, guys, skittykits.com for the game. Go ahead and donate. Go ahead and check them out. And then, of course, like like you guys, are you guys plan on rolling this thing out if it's successful and getting it in stores and you know finding oh, a publisher. To we're like a
1: very 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 excited about that.
0: Cool. Um, so, guys, of course, we'll keep you, we'll keep you guys all detailed uh, and up to date on geekscape.net. Also, check out our Facebook. Our YouTube, our Twitter, we'll keep you guys up to date on everything that's going on along with uh, any of our Geekscape friends. So just search for Geekscape on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You'll find us. And you can also follow Geekscape on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jonathan London. And, of course, if you have any comments, you want to know anything that goes on in any of these episodes, more details on anything, uh, go ahead and shoot me an email at Jonathan at Geekscape.net. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for coming by. Jay. Hey. Thanks for having us. No, it was awesome. It was great. Thank you. It's so cool. I don't know. You make me nervous. What? Uh, Hand of the Dead.
2: It's all my homies <laughs> out there. It's all those geeks scapers. clam
0: pumped me. Uh, guys, uh, um, thanks for listening, and we'll we'll uh, we'll see you guys next time.